fucked up goop gang um this week what has me gooped and gagged is the fact that i missed last week um and i almost let myself miss uploading an episode this week because i've been coming off my antidepressants and so i feel super low and unmotivated and tired just because there's a lot of like shifting and changing happening in my body and so i've been really just sleeping for a large part of my days and it looks like that's gonna be the case for another two or so weeks unfortunately it's not just the coming off of antidepressants though that has me feeling kind of fucked up is also the state of my current reality don't worry i'm in i'm working behind the scenes with the writers of this delusion to make some quick edits get me on a track i would like to be on so i decided in the interest of being real and honest and having this podcast be just about whatever and a chance to educate people on things that maybe you didn't know you want to be educated on things that i didn't even know i should be educated on i'm just gonna hang out with you guys for a while and we're just gonna chat a little bit um we're gonna chat a little about life what's been going on these past couple weeks because i was gonna upload last week i was but i was so angry last week I was so mad, defeated, low, which is interesting that I would then turn around and be like, I'm going to quit my antidepressants. Um, well, it's actually not. That's actually the most Laurel thing I could have done because I was like, oh my God, I'm taking pills that are supposed to make me feel good, but there's nothing good happening right now in the world. And I realized at some point this year that a lot of the issues that lead give me anxiety and, and make me feel down are not chemical, but more of a response to the structural pitfalls of the United States of America. And so I was like, you know what? I could learn healthy coping mechanisms that don't involve me taking an SSRI because they make me really tired but funnily enough since quitting i have done nothing but sleep so let's talk about the dream world let's talk about i don't know about you guys but i am out here remembering all of my dreams all the time and i just found out you're not supposed to do that or i mean you can but when you're always tired is when it becomes a problem and i literally I think since starting Zoloft a a year ago, um, I've been crazy tired, like crazy tired all the time. But I think that um, I was always a tired person. I take Adderall for ADHD. Started that before Zoloft, but I haven't taken Adderall in like. A monthish, um, so I'm like between doctors. So like next month is when I have an appointment, and I really forgot how chronically fatigued I am. Like I will drink coffee and then go right back to sleep in the morning. 
like I go to bed at midnight I wake up at like nine have a coffee go back to sleep wake up at two sometimes I go back to sleep wake up at six and I think that my issue wasn't even depression I think my issue is a chronic fatigue but that's a whole different story the takeaway from this tangent is that a girl needs her go pills stuck because I, I got things to do I have a life I need to live what I was gonna say about the dream world though is I have this thing about I remember like all of my dreams um yeah since so long but I think that's just because I started paying attention to how my body was reacting to things when I started it to see how I changed like am I less anxious more anxious which I don't even really know like if Zoloft changed my life in any particular way, all I can recall is that I just didn't cry for like a year because I couldn't. Like, I mean, I cried like maybe four times since taking Zoloft, like a significant cry. But I was, I've been like a drop of the hat bitch since I was born. So that was really weird. Um, okay, see now how I can't even, can't even stay on a conversation for longer than 10 seconds. I feel like this episode is, <laughs> gonna be like a welcome to my life oh welcome to my life welcome to my mind um over the influence of anything meant to help keep me honed and productive so dreams yes okay i have these wild ass dreams i also am not myself in dreams like 75 percent of the time i'll just be like a completely random just whole different person different motivations drives passions it's not even like oh i don't look like myself but i'm like still me deep down like, i'm just straight up not myself in dreams um and i'll they'll range from like just boring mundane shit or like adventures but it always adventures and quotes like they're not adventures it's just like tense and stressful situations that i find myself in but i really feel like at night i be i'm like body snatching people like living their lives and i'm just like coming back to my own and i don't feel rested because my brain was literally just like going all night long i'll feel emotions i've never felt before in dreams like fear i've i Oh my god. It's the way I can feel fear in dreams. Like, I guess that's a nightmare. I keep saying, I, say, I think I'm like trying to dissociate myself from the fact that I have, I go to very scary places in my subconscious that are like, it's weird, like mundane, scary. It's like terrifying in the way the world is like now, where I mean, there is. At least for me and people in similar positions as me, there is like a level of fear, but it's it's never substantiated directly. It's always like, this is my worst nightmare. And then it will happen, but I find out through Twitter to someone else, which is like a very weird relationship to have to your fears because then there's that added element of it could happen to me anytime. And it almost feels irrational and shitty because I'm like, but it's not happening to me, so I should be counting my blessings. But also it could happen to me, so should I be counting these blessings? I count my blessings. I pray every night. I realized last night that I, I have been praying 
Um, I don't pray to God. I pray to my ancestors. But yeah, every night I'll say a little prayer to my ancestors and thank them for loving and protecting me. Um, And I'll just really think about things that need to be done. In fact, today I have to have some journaling to do, some thinking to do. But anyways, yes, dreams, they're crazy. I have them all the time. They're scary. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm always tired. I didn't realize that until I like came off all my meds. I thought Zoloft made me tired, but it doesn't. Like I feel like someone is coming in and dosing me with Benadryl before I wake up because I really just haven't been able to make it through a day without just this gnawing like hungry fatigue that just like feeds on my energy and then like last week I was very mad I felt deep anger but we all know Mars is in retrograde for all the astro hoes listening um for everyone who doesn't believe in astrology okay I mean fair enough honestly I might do an episode on like my thoughts about astrology because you know, people stay pressed about it, which is really interesting to me for something that isn't real to others. It like really, really bothers them when you're just like, okay, what if I just want to do it though? Like, what if I want to engage with it? And I've, I've never understood that. I've never, I've never, it's never made sense to me why it's so important to some people to prove to me that I'm wrong about my beliefs because the way I see it is you are flopping in life I'm not good things are coming my way things are working out for me and I choose to use a different way of relating to my environment so like who in this instance is actually wrong you know like it's not me because like my life is going how I predicted it would go by just checking the position of the stias at night. And you are like counting on whatever it is you were taught and look at you. You know, like I'm not here to convert people. I'm here to to do what makes me feel good, what works for me in this world. Like I feel that we're all at an age where we should have realized already that this is all not real. Like, this is a delusion. So let me do my delusion in peace. I think if more people realize that life is a delusion, that racism, like, would not be their pressing issue. The pressing issue would be, like, dismantling your job. And capitalism, because you'd be like, whoa, if this is all made up and fake, why do I have to go to work? That's my that's my stance on this. If this is all made up and fake, why would I make up work for myself? I don't even like to work. And if I know that there's money in this delusion, then theoretically, like billionaires like Jeff Bezos are just like some final bosses that I have to fight to access the prize at the end of this mini game that is life. Well, this is Actually, I have a whole theory about how Bellingham is a side quest um, that you have to be really careful about. Because it, it really does feel like a pocket dimension sometimes. And I feel like there are places on Earth that just aren't 
real, but I also acknowledge that Bellingham is likely haunted because if you know anything about this place, the land is literally stolen. Um, so yeah, we're haunted. I've been looking into ways I can do my part to pay my respects to this land and heal the land. Um, cause I feel like I owe it to this place to leave it better than I, how I found it because the way I found it was, um, white territory. And despite all that, I have had like good memories here. I've developed a person and grown so much here. And so the least I can do is like get a few colonizers out of the premises you know what I mean? So that's going to be how I get myself off this particular side quest. Um, but I've experienced trials and tribulations that feel almost mythical. And especially these past three months. And I know what everyone's thinking. Like, oh my god, she's doing it again. But like, guys, really, I wouldn't have to do this if I wasn't surrounded by brainworm infestation at every turn like literally (laughs) can everyone tell i've been watching so much reality tv and a lot of kardashians it's beginning to get into my tone of voice a little bit i i do do that i pick up like on people's speech patterns and i'm getting there but people are like really they're trying so hard to be racist at this point. I really feel like at this point they're being paid by big racism to keep these behaviors up. Because I was called a racist last week for the first time in my life. I've never been called a racist before. It's, um, I would like to thank Liberation. Black liberation specifically. I would like to thank Twitter. I'd like to thank Marxist theory, race and ethnic relations with Dr. Sinekai. Thank you. Shout out to you for getting me to a point in my life where I'm trying to educate the fellow white man. I've been called a racist. I've been called a racist. Um... My reaction to that was, bitch, that's pretty much it, and that was pretty much it. I still haven't finished reacting because my brain has not built the proper channels to react to that knowledge. I did not have my racism track set up and up to date to get called a racist and the worst part was that it was a white dude and which means like i know automatically that that is okay not right makes no sense but for some reason not for some reason i this is a person i trusted i was it like bummed me out so much that i thought about it for so much time and every morning I'd wake up 
and try to make sense of it more. But I couldn't. I just couldn't. And I still can't. And I will not be going to. I will not be going to. And I will no longer be trying to figure it out. So that's where I'm at with that. But it's wild times. The world is really being turned upside down right now in front of my very eyes. And it's a lot to deal with. And I and the worst part about it is I have to deal with it in my little, I feel like my tower that a wicked witch has locked me in. Because the problem I run into now is the whites are uncomfortable around me. They almost say to be my friends because... You know, as a friend to them, I've been giving them the inside scoop on their problematic behaviors and they don't want to hear it. And so it's been so discouraging to have two of my roommates and best friends currently gone. And they will be for a few days. And then to just, and then my other roommate's in a relationship, which I stand for her. You know, but I just kind of like sit in my room and I'm like, wow, everyone is so scared to be around me because I think I might call them out for being a racist, which says a lot about them. I have noticed that a lot of people I considered friends before that I have with time grown skeptical of even before all this stuff happened over the summer stuff, not even stuff like the realization and unpacking of trauma, generational trauma on both sides. Your generational curse is that you're a racist, narcissistic type. My generational curse is that I've been affected by racist, narcissistic types. So unpacking that and then realizing how tokenized I was in friendships and also just seeing like the whites thrive and travel it's really weird i feel that i am struggling the way they should be struggling right now like questioning myself feeling immense guilt over things being isolated from the community i thought was my community sitting in my room really beating myself up about things i feel like that's a this should be a racist plight right now but it's not which is crazy because the same people will be like this i'm doing this for you i'm doing this for you and now I'm like, oh my God, I feel bad now for not appreciating it. But also, I did give you guys a syllabus and then you came, did all assignments for a different class, turned it in and you're like, look, what more can you want from me? And it's not what more, it's I just need you to do your homework. The homework that was assigned. That's what I don't, it's, it's, an, it's a different level of frustration when you tell someone what they can do for you and then they just do the opposite and then say they were doing it for you because there's a disconnect immediately where I cannot say how I feel and how you're wrong without that being interpreted as everything I do for you, you resent me for. And I mean, you're not 
wrong. I do resent you for everything you think you are doing for me, but that's because it's not, I never asked for that. These are things I didn't ask for. I did ask for things. You did the exact opposite. And now I'm disappointed, but it's the fact that you're you're trying and intending well, so I shouldn't be disappointed. But I'm going to need everyone to really just take this in. Is And it's that white people that have been socialized to think they're good people, their intentions are for the whites only. It's for the whites only and not by any fault of yours. But you really have to realize if you are grew up in a racist place, America, everywhere in the world due to colonization, if you grow up in a racist place and you learn your values, and you don't ever question how your the place you the people you surround yourself with the land you surround yourself with isn't just coded and shit then your intentions will too be tainted i'm gonna run that by everyone one more time if you don't question the structure that you grew up in and then you find out later that the structure is doo-doo and only fur to whites. I feel like it has to somehow trickle down that on a foundation of racism, you built a whole racism mansion. Then that bitch gotta come down. The bitch has to come down. Like, come on now. Because, I mean, I would have to be cuckoo bananas to assume that somehow your intentions are pure even though you've been fed like racist flakes every day for breakfast lunch and dinner i'm supposed to assume you're not full of it even if it's not known to you like you're not like i even i had anti-blackness and anti-anything not whiteness that i had to confront because i was raised in this system it was easier for me to do so because I realized that by playing by the rules, nothing was happening to me that was promised. I was not getting my bootstrap fantasy. It just makes you think about how you still want to be a detective. That's crazy. I literally wanted to be a cop. The propaganda machine is so strong in us. But it was easier for me to question that because the rules were never meant to apply to me. And I started noticing this actually makes no sense. This is not working for a lot of us. It's only working for one type of us. So when people come with, it was never my intention. And they really expect me to accept that as an apology. I have to, I have to laugh because that doesn't mean anything for me. It doesn't mean anything to me. All it means, all that says to me is that I'm not trying. I'm doing what I always do and what I've always known. Why is it not working? And it's not working because all I asked is for you to try something different, to learn something different. So anyways, with all that, I've, I've officially decided to remove myself from trying to make people that I consider friends see the light because I'm sorry y'all the train is really takes it upon itself to make it known that she's passing
Thank you, train. I love you so much. But, wow, I just got distracted by a train. This is going to be a really interesting episode to witness my mind. At first, I was like, that's going to be really boring. And it likely will be, but, I mean, this is where I'm at right now. And I, I didn't want to make an episode about how we're being scammed. And right now, the biggest scam I'm experiencing that you'll have to experience is my brain without medications or actually the bigger scam is that we really only are given one option of how to function as people and then anything else is deficient so we don't learn skills to cope with the world around us and the world around us doesn't learn how to cope with the fact that you know some of us just built different i'm not built like y'all i'm built different i'm built different different (laughs) man i'm gonna keep it a buck y'all this episode will probably be kind of short um i say that but then it's nearing the length of time that most episodes go anyway so i don't know what that i was not keeping it a buck with you guys i i lied just now um and for that i will be sorry i'm sorry This smoke is really fucking me up. I feel like I'm in a special hell. Normally I can see Canada, I can see the mountains. But I feel like I'm in a special hell. With the smoke. So, it's crazy. Here's what I, here's what I will do. So I got these cards. Um from the flex factory i listened to the bobo and flex show it's a podcast that i love it's two black women really out here saying what i've been trying to tell y'all uh but they're slightly older so they know a lot more words and we love that for them but i got these cards they're reflex cards and they're just like questions that are meant to really get us going you know it's just a critical thinking conversation card game and i think i'm gonna close this episode out by answering one of them and getting giving you guys some information about me that is typically saved for more intimate settings um to prove I'm just like one of you guys. I'm just a normal, average, everyday girl. So the card I pulled out was, in what ways are you hard to date? Hmm. Well, I would say that I'm pretty adamant about things. I'm very stubborn. And I think because I've made it a lifelong process to figure out what is right for me it's people are gonna you're gonna be hard pressed to find a time where i am wrong when it comes to what i need for myself because that i just i'm not gonna budge on that because i can only be sure about me you for all i know could be a delusion 
a hallucination, a fabrication, amalgamation. What other words do we have? Confabulation. You know, so many things that just are not me, so I can't prove they're real. Because I subscribe to a school of thought where it's just not real unless you can see it, touch it, feel it, 100% prove it. And because you can't really do that with anything, nothing is real. I'm not even real, but I am the vessel through which I perceive all, which gives me a little bit more reassurance that I am real. So I think that's a way I'm hard to date. Like I won't, I won't even say I have high standard, high standards. I just have standards set that for me um and they can and they don't change i because they're pretty broad it's like i want to be comfortable and i want to feel heard and there's a few more and there's they're pretty basic things but they're things that you know i may grow and change in a certain way and how i get comfort and how i feel heard might change by the end of the day if I don't feel comfortable, like my body doesn't feel comfortable or if I don't feel like someone is listens to me when I speak, I'm not really going to put up with it. I'll have a conversation about it, you know, I'll be like, but why? But why, though? But I'm not really going to hang out and and give chances because that's honestly rude to me. Um... Maybe also the fact that I I have said and will continue to say I am monogamous to myself, which makes me, uh, I have an open relationship with the world um, and my primary partner is myself. So at the end of the day, like, you know, it's going to be pretty hard to make a case as to why I shouldn't do what I need to do for me and it doesn't mean I'm not going to be fair or tolerant or understand people make mistakes but if it does get in the way of my health I will dip and that's and that's in friendships too I am very much the way I am in friendships the way I would be in relationships because they're all relationships I think um you know, a lighter one would be, I, maybe I wouldn't, I don't think I'd really want to see my significant other often. Or at least not, in, like now during quarantine, I don't really think I'd want to see you that much. Because, like, what is the point of that? I don't understand. Like, I would like for us to have hobbies outside of each other. And be into separate things. And, you know, like, I don't think I really want to spend. I like to sleep in my bed. I sleep in my bed by myself. I like to have my dreams by myself. When I sleep next to people, I, they tend to be in my dreams. Or I feel like I dream their dreams sometimes. So I would like to, you know, be having my own dreams and sleeping in my own bed. And I understand that people want to sleep in their own bed. So you can go sleep in your, like, we don't have to do this. We don't have to do this sleepover business. I mean, even when I get older and if I were to have to get married, which I don't 
or like if I were to commit to someone, like have a ceremony of commitment to someone that is meant to be long-term, I would still want my own room. I also, I don't, I don't even think I'd want to live together because I don't believe that to, is a natural. And it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, why would we live together? Like, actually, why would we live together? If someone's a romantic partner, I would hope that all time spent together is intentional and not just like, we're roommates. That bung. Because then I would just have a roommate I have sex with. But they'd be my roommate, not my partner. You know what I mean? I also like don't really believe in relationships, actually. So that would be what makes me hard to date. I don't believe in relationships as they are constructed currently i think it just makes no sense and people get their feelings hurt a lot more i i also don't believe in these ethical non-monogamy bros because they're liars and they're not ethically non-monogamous they hate women and want to sleep around really serious oh my gosh this is making me think about i know this guy who i once asked him like because he talked about relationships and he was saying he didn't feel challenged and i just asked why aren't aren't you with people that make you feel challenged and he was like i feel that i don't need that in relationships that's for friendships but if you look around you notice that he has no female friends but is like is bi- bisexual by his own identification, but I've only ever seen him with women. And it's it's constant, kiddos. Which made me realize, like, oh, you don't like women as people. You want to fuck women. You don't want them to challenge you intellectually. That's for your friends who all happen to be men. So two plus two equals four, which means you think only men can intellectually stimulate and challenge you. Women aren't for that. Women are for sex only. And I actually think that was the demise of our relationship is the fact that I just don't stop stepping on necks. I think that's another thing too. The closer we are, the more I will step on your neck about things that are that just don't make sense, don't add up, are hurtful to others, and are just plain wrong. Like being close doesn't mean you have a past to do sexist, racist transphobic fat like you can't do any of this stuff just because i like you and know you mean well because i like you i will assume that you know that i do care for you and so i will tell you things and you are allowed to tell me things as well but for someone to be like you don't love me because you call me out what you're looking for is not love. You're looking for devotion. And if you want that, go start a church. You know, like go literally start a religion. Um, but yeah, I don't believe in relationships. I don't. That's a scam. Sexual liberation is a scam. It's all for men. Men hate women. Like I don't even want to hear. I mean, I, I would like to hear a different perspective, but I would be hard pressed to find a man that just genuinely appreciates women as like people i have yet to meet one okay that's 
probably an exaggeration. But like, honestly, my closest friends have largely been women. Um, It wasn't until I came to college that I started getting closer to men. But in so many ways, all those men have disappointed me. And the ones that haven't are the ones that have gone and are still going through an intense journey of deconstructing a lot of their ingrained habits. So I really, I would implore these ear-piercing, nails-painted, nose-ring boys to look into their hatred of women. I don't even know what the question was. Oh, in what ways am I hard to date? Okay, maybe the overarching theme is that I I truly believe that all men battle with misogyny until they choose to address that. And because of that, men kind of like hate women in these really weird ways. Or just, I feel like we just exist in a weird liminal space with men. And so... I guess that's date if I would were a dated man. Um, which, I don't know, I think that's just so pre-decolonizing low-level, truly. Um, yeah, I mean, my takeaway from this whole <laughs> conversation with myself is that I think I'm going to heal my relationship to the Lord because he won't let me down he will he will he will uplift me he will raise me into the heavens with the angels and give me one kiss with his big lips that will I'm guessing God is so big that his lips are the size of my body which would be tight one big kiss for some reason time I'm imagining like soft lip but like he's made of marble <laughs> and he'll hold me in his gigantic hand and I'll just hug his finger <laughs> and he'll yeet me in his face and I'll go on a cosmic journey for years I would love that that'd be so wonderful and that would really set my heart at ease well on that note I am going to end this episode but I do I will ask you guys a reflex question and I would like for you guys to DM me your responses at the Instagram, which is goop, G-O-O-P underscore E-D, lowercase g. Um, and comment on this, the episode post or comment on, or DM me. Yeah, literally just DM me. And I would like to know for you guys, what is this? Oh, what disgusts you and why? I want to know what makes y'all feel disgusted. And I think that will bring me a lot of joy during my my healing, my detox from my, my brain pills. Um, yeah, I would apologize for this episode being a letdown, but honestly... I won't because then I would be apologizing for myself being a letdown and that is just not the case. I do want to get guests on the show, but that 
might end up being at least another week. Well, probably just another week. Um, I don't really want to subject anyone to Laurel withdrawing from medication. That sounds like not a good time for anyone involved. Um, but guests are coming soon and I have a lot of fun people lined up and a lot of great conversations coming up. I'm so excited for it. As always, you could be a guest on the show too. Just hit me up on the DM. Uh, I want to apologize if the sound quality is a little different. I lost the cord to my microphone. I think during the move. And so I have to order a new one online. And she's coming, but I realized for real, for real, that it is officially lost, lost. And so I will need to do some giggles. That being said, thank you so much for joining me this week. Hopefully I'm back to my rambunctious, full of life self. I was feeling very mellow today. A little tired. I might go back to sleep in all honesty. Um... But I love you guys, and I hope you have a great week. I hope, I, I hope, I can't hope, I guess I can't hope retroactively. I hope last week was good for you too. Um, and if not, why don't you go back and just tell yourself it was. Self-gaslighting helps sometimes. Okay, I should probably go before I give more terrible advice. But I will see you guys next week. Bye-bye.